In this video, we're going to talk about raising the inflation rate target, which is something central banks have been talking about for a while, but it appears that they're actually getting more serious about doing it going into 2020. We're going to talk about how this actually will affect markets, and I'm going to do it in my usual charting style. And I think we might have the only inflation video on YouTube that doesn't sound like the world is coming to an end. It was a chilly day in early December 2019, and our recent spell of warm weather had come to an end. Another thing that appeared to be coming to an end was our uptrend in the S&P 500 that we discussed in our last video. We talked about sticking with the trend on one particular time frame until it was done. As of December 4th, it appeared to do just that. In general, markets appeared not to be worried too much about President Trump's possible impeachment, or anything else for that matter. My take is if Bill Clinton's presidential knee pads and ensuing impeachment back in the 90s couldn't bring markets down, then this won't either. Of course, as a chartist, we just follow the charts because there's no way of knowing what story is important to markets and which one isn't, until it's too late. Since our short-term trend is now broken, the chances are higher that we may see some sideways to downward digestion in markets before Santa Claus arrives. Good morning, fellow traders. Today, something very interesting has come across my desk, and it's something that hasn't been worried about in many years, or in some cases, people's lifetimes. Uh, what I'm talking about here is inflation. So if you talk to any college student or anybody like me who has to pay childcare expenses, they'd probably say the inflation rate is pretty high. But whether or not the official numbers are phony or not, those are what I'm talking about here is the, the official government statistics. So you're probably aware by now that the US and China are not really agreeing too much on very many things. But I've actually stumbled upon some things that make me think that they're actually cooperating quite deeply behind closed doors. So what I'm talking about here is the two central banks of these countries. So the Federal Reserve and the People's Bank of China have both announced that in 2020, they'd like to abandon their current inflation rate targets and let it go a little bit higher. So I've dropped a couple of links down below for you to read. And so just go with me on this one and we'll go from there. As I got my day started and dropped off the family at their spots for the day, I thought about how this could possibly play out in markets. Of course, Donald Trump and Xi Jinping are sure taking their sweet time to cut a deal. And for all we know, there may actually be no deal at all, but nobody wants to admit it. But as long as two of the world's powerful central banks keep pumping, markets should still keep trending higher. This could conceivably go on for years because central banks generally don't tighten until they get an inflation problem. So maybe their relationship is actually very strong. Rock solid as a window on a Tesla Cybertruck. Okay, bad example. Today, since my uptrend in the S&P had been broken, I needed to wait if it would confirm the break, which would probably take the rest of the trading day. So it was a good time to accompany my wife to one of her appointments. If you're married, you'll understand. Coincidentally, the place she was going was adjacent to a YMCA I sometimes go to, so I could sit down and look at some long-term inflation-related charts while I wait. I thought about other times in history that inflation was fairly subdued and then came roaring to life. The early 1970s came to mind. From what I heard, this was one of the craziest times in history to be a trader. When inflation began to take off in the early 1970s, it was actually good for markets. 
it wasn't until some kind of tipping point was reached a couple years later where equity markets started tumbling. This began a period of high volatility and low returns, which lasted for about 10 years. Commodity markets continued to shoot higher. In short, a rising inflation rate will likely make stock markets go higher in the short term, then later on could become inversely correlated. In the topic of making a trade with an inflation theme, or any other for that matter, the good news is that oftentimes the chart will front run the fundamentals, also known as moving before the actual event happens. If China and US central banks were to start raising their inflation targets, in theory, this would benefit industrial metals, energy, and emerging markets the most. Of course, even with a higher target, they still have to do something to make inflation go up, such as make a trade deal. Here's what the Federal Reserve is doing so far. This is the level of repurchase agreements, or repos. I'm not going to dig into the boring details here, but you can think of this as a temporary version of their stimulus program they ran a couple years ago. It's designed to provide support for markets and more liquidity in the system. In other words, the government knows is late in the economic cycle and is trying to prevent any downturn. Over in China, according to Yi Gang, central bank governor at the PBOC, China could have an inflation rate target as high as 4%. He believes this is appropriate for developing countries, which in their opinion, China is not developed. But if you've ever been to a first-tier city in China, you might have trouble believing that. The Federal Reserve is a little less willing to throw out a concrete number the way China did. Big surprise there. Chairman Powell likes to talk about an inflation target, which is higher than the current 2%, but he stops there. His dovish fellow committee member, Governor Lyle Brainerd, however, who seems to be always against rate hikes, threw out the suggestion of starting with a 2 to 2.5% target and going from there. Let's look at some charts. The inflation trade has been very difficult in recent years. I mentioned earlier that college tuition and childcare have been going up a lot. Healthcare also has as well. Copper is very much tied to China, the world's largest copper consumer, so this means there's a lot of news risk. But something that has not happened in a few years is the 200-week moving average is starting to turn up now. This is the light blue line. This simple trend-following method is a good way to start. On a long-term chart, we're talking about the average of 200 weeks. That's a long time. So if this is starting to head higher, this could be giving us a good idea. The same can be said for popular metals ETFs, such as SLX, which is a steel ETF, and XME, an ETF combining precious and industrial metals producers. Also, to a lesser extent, grains such as wheat, corn, and soybeans are also showing some signs of life. What is not attractive using this method is energy. Pretty much every oil ETF is down in the dumps, but crude oil itself is actually starting to show some signs of life. So for that, this means energy is my lowest priority when it comes to this method. In my opinion, if you want to be a longer term investor, then go ahead and look at the fundamentals, like how's the economy doing and how's your favorite company doing. For some people, that's what works for them. For me, it's tough to pick out which story actually matters in the headlines. You've got global trade headlines, you've got people trying to impeach the president, you've got consumer spending is still pretty good, and maybe company XYZ's earnings are slowing. So which one do you look at? That's why for me, it's better to just look at a chart and try to catch a wave and ride it till it's over. Let's look at the current S&P 500 on December 4th, 2019. At the time of recording, markets just broke the uptrend we were looking at in the last video. 
I did mention that after it breaks to not panic, because you're going to get a bounce to allow yourself to get out. Well, it looks like today is your chance. Click on top of your screen if you want to watch the whole video about the recent uptrend. Those of you who are bearish, don't get too excited. This is likely just going to be a short-term pullback because everything else is trending higher, support is still plentiful from central banks, and with no immediate inflation problem. However, I don't really want to pile on as a buyer yet until I can see evidence that this trend is going to resume upward again, or there's clear evidence of exhaustion to the downside. Well, that's it for another video. Sorry about that. But if you want to stick around, you could try watching this video. Or maybe this one. I hear this one's really good. Also, leave your comment below and let me know what you think if the world is going to be stuck in global recession next year. Or if the world's central banks are going to pull a rabbit out of the hat and get us out of it. Also, be sure to check me out on Twitter, Instagram, and Patreon. And I'll see you next time.